It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hemp Leaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Extra minutes here on the Author Idol hey, Power Hour. Look, when you're the king and you're on top, you get more people in your show. Oh, is that what it is? Now, I, I, it, it sounded like a we have a, a new sponsor, and we're going to hear from uh, the, the the folks at Hemp Leaf today. But um, it, it, like the, I don't know, that sounded like a, an interesting voice who was reading the promo for Hemp Leaf. What's that all about, young man? Uh you know, look, when, when we're a little shorthanded in production, I got to voice some stuff. So too. that's you. So that's Sam Bellino. And then, and, and before we get into the news of the day and the, and the law of the day, and it's Wellness Wednesday, and we have Carol Alt on with us as well. We'll do, talk about how to be healthy. Um, I I noticed I got an email from from Matt Sambolino, and uh, the I guess it's called the signature line. Yes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I see that there's a a little addition. So it goes Matthew Sambolin, operations manager, and in, and it used to say. Engineer of the Author Idala Power Hour. It now says engineer and co-host. No, 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 no. It, uh, it always said engineer and co-host. Oh, it always did. Yes, it did. All right. Thought you gave yourself a. I, I, I listen. I, uh, I, I, I mean, look. I, I, I love it. I have no issues with it. I, I am going to ask maybe Frank from Staten Island or whatever. Look at the guys who are on his show and see if they build themselves as co-host. But I love it. <laughs> People ask about you all the time. When we played the gig uh, uh, at um, Haswell Greens, and people you know only know your voice, they didn't know who you were. They're like, "Hey, man, can you introduce me to Sam Bellino? Not Sam Bolin, Sam, not Matthew, Sam Bellino, Sam Bellino." That, that, that's courtesy of you, the Sam Bellino. Listen, you are becoming a household name. What can I tell you? And thank you for that. Oh, please, it's it's all in good fun. Joni's not here; she's not going to be here for the oh. whole week. I hope no one sheds any tears. Although I heard you guys gave a wonderful show on Monday, we had a very Short show yesterday. Let me give you a little insight into the law before we go to wellness later on. Um, last night, I, I left y'all at around 6.30, and then Syracuse played basketball. And uh, so when you – and Diana was talking about putting together the appeal for Ghislaine Maxwell. And it's the United States of America versus Ghislaine Maxwell. And, you know, I don't even remember what the – ultimate word count uh, I know what the ultimate word count was 19,900 oh I don't because I, I thought it was 995 I thought it was five words we were under but I think it turned out to be like 35 words and Diana was upset because we could have done one extra sentence <laughs> uh, and I'm not joking like she was she was like son of a gun um well what, what time did you get it submitted so That's yeah that, like that was know. that was I mean you you guys you have to understand the stress because this is the federal court. It's the second circuit. It's 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 like as serious as you can imagine. And 
there is no wiggle room. So it initially, like there were these rules during COVID, after COVID, whether it was electronic filing or hard copy filing. So I was under the impression, luckily, wrongly so, that all the papers were due at 4.59, 4, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. So around 3 o'clock, when she's still cleaning things up, I would, I mean, I, <laughs> let's face it, I, let's just say I made a few trips to the men's room. I mean, I was like, Diana, you're, you're killing me here. You're actually, like, killing me. And she's like, what? I'm cleaning this up. I want to make sure there's no... I said, okay, is it this thing due in like two hours? And then she was like, no, no, that's before the, 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 the electronic file. No, it's not due until midnight. I'm like, okay, now I could breathe. Uh, and so then we, the law firm, does not actually file the document. There are so many rules. It would make your head spin. I like, And look, these are not... This is They don't teach you this in law school. Okay, They don't teach you how to file a brief. They may teach you how to write a brief, but and they do teach you how to write a brief. Um, but the minutia of how you actually file it and the rules uh, that they, that's on the website of the, of the courts, whether it's Harvey Weinstein's case, which is the New York, the, the New York state court of appeals, or it's the Ghislaine Maxwell case, which is the second circuit. It's not like you just write a brief and you make it look kind of pretty and you just hand it in. That's, that is so far from how it works. There are pages of rules about how wide the margins have to be, how the spacing in between, what font you have to use, uh, uh, um, what, the what has to be included on the cover sheet, what has to be included on the first page, what has to be included on the third page, what has to be included at the end. Then there's, besides the brief, there's this whole appendix. So if you're referring to a motion that was made at the trial in the brief, you have to then take that actual motion and put it in the appendix. So, for instance, Harvey Weinstein's brief was, I want to say, 80 pages. The appendix is like four or 500 pages because all the motions that we made during the trial that we allude to during in the appeal, they all have to be in the appendix so that when the judges on the Court of Appeals and their, their uh, assistants, let's call them, are reading and we're saying, well, we submitted this motion about uh, how many prior bad acts should be submitted or should not be submitted. And the people, that being the prosecutor's office, the Manhattan DA's office, they submitted their opposition. And here was the judge's uh, decision. And this is why the judge's decision was wrong. And we're writing all of that in the uh, our brief. Well, if the judges want to read all of that, they're not going to like send someone down to 100 Center Street to the courtroom where we tried the case to go find the file. It's got to be there. So we have to put that whole appendix together. And then, you ready for this? And this is what I did. Then if in our actual brief we are citing things that are in those prior motions or are in certain pages of the transcript that we attach to the appendix, those the appendix is what's called bait-stamped. So in, in Ghislaine's case, it was A-1, A-2, all the way to like 500, up to 500. So Diana hands me the brief because I said, what can I do? How can I help? And she's like, well, all of my sites need to be bait stamped. So 
she would put in there, like, uh, according to the non-prosecutorial agreement, it read anyone, quote, uh, anyone associated with, with Jeffrey Epstein uh, or could be considered a co-conspirator should not be prosecuted based on this agreement, end quote. Now I have to go in the appendix and find the non-prosecution agreement, which was on page hypothetically A-209, but then it's a seven-page document. So now I have to see on which page is it A209, A210, A211, A212, and now I have to put that into the brief at A212. So now if the judge is reading that and he wants to see, well, did the Idala firm you know, quote this accurately? Now they pick up another document, which is the appendix, and now they go to A212. And they say, oh, okay, they did uh, put it in here accurately. I mean, it's a lot, folks, and it it's a very different skill set than trying a case. I, I've tried many cases. I don't know how many. I haven't counted. I'm not one of these lawyers who say, oh, I've tried, you know, 500 cases. I have not. Um, I, I can't tell you how many cases I've won and how many cases I've lost. I do know that on the very, very vast majority, I got the result that I was striving for. Um, so last night, yeah, when we were on the air, we had sent the document to the printer. But now the printer, and this is what they do, the printers, they, they like, so now they have like three people proofreading it, <laughs> not for the substance, but I, to, they're supposed to help us make sure we're following all the rules of the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. So now they're reading it. Now we have to wait to get it back from them, and then they make it look pretty. They follow all those rules of the cover sheet. Then we have to decide whose name goes on the brief in which order, and that's like a little bit of an ego battle. Uh, who goes first, who goes second, who goes third, but it wasn't really so much of a battle. We all kind of agreed the, the order it should be in. And um, so it took a while for us to get the proof back till after we're, we're – oh, so then it's around 7.30. We're like, all right, we still haven't got the proof. Let's go downstairs and let's just have a little something to eat and drink at Megan's Bar. And as soon as we get down to the bottom of the steps, oh, we got the proof back. So Diana runs back up. She just has to make sure it all looks pretty. Um, I – ordered some food and drink for everyone. Then I went back up to make sure, like, okay, what are we, are we good? Are we good? She's like, yeah, we're good. She's like, I caught two little mistakes. She fixed them. I mean, she was a dynamo reading through this stuff. And we go back downstairs now, and now we're just waiting. And, like, I, I just get a notification on my phone from the court saying it's been filed. And, folks, I don't want to say every minute seemed like an hour, but, like, I will tell you this, every 15-minute block seemed like an hour. 7.15, not filed. 7.30, not filed. Quarter to 8, not filed. Quarter to 8 o'clock, not filed. 8.15, not filed. And we're all trying to have, like, lighthearted conversation. But if, God forbid, there's some kind of a glitch, some sort of a computer breakdown, something, the, the Internet goes down, like, internationally, the, the Second Circuit is not, like, the kind of court that goes, okay, don't worry about it. You're a little late. It's okay. It's no big deal. This woman... Her, she would lose her, her, potentially lose her appeal altogether, and uh, it would be lights out for our law firm. Finally, I want to say it was like 940, 941, boom, it hit. And I will tell you, it felt like two cinder blocks fell, to, fell off of my shoulder. Oh, by the way, all the news outlets who had gotten 
uh, a statement from us that we put out earlier in the day, but they, they, a lot of them didn't want to print anything until it was actually filed. So CNN and the Daily News and the New York Times and the Times of London and all the Australia papers, hasn't been filed, hasn't been filed, hasn't been filed. I'm still at my desk and I, we want to get into the hard copy. And I'm like, I'm, it's not in our hands. We're trying, we're trying. So then once it does get filed, now I have to send out 20 emails saying, okay, it was filed. So I took a deep breath and went home and slept a little bit. And then in the morning, I stay tuned. I'll tell you what I did in the morning. We'll be right back. There's a lot of talk about the Great Reset and digital currencies. The U.S. government has been floating the idea of a digital dollar for quite some time, opening up the door to the government controlling your bank account, or worse yet, freezing your money. They did that in Canada, remember? This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion, and for my friend Nick Grovich. Now more than ever in this woke world, it's important to own tangible assets like gold and silver. Owning physical gold and silver gives you control over your wealth. They're proven, stable commodities that have held their value over time. Beyond the overarching reach of government, and it's so important you do business with a trustworthy and transparent company like AmFed Coin and Bullion, AmFed's owner Nick and his experienced team will always provide you with honest, sound advice. No pressure sales. Moving a portion of your wealth into precious metals is a prudent decision. Call AmFed Coin and Bullion. 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. So what happens if you hit the boards and you don't have the paperwork in place or you don't have your next of kin in place because they they die with you? It, you really want to be caught up in the court system? Trust me, folks, you don't. I'm a lawyer. I'm a court guy. You don't want to be there when it comes to probate and your estate and all that. You want everything lined up so that it's taken care of effortlessly and flawlessly. And who can help you do that? Connors and Sullivan. They do wills, they do trusts, they do power of attorneys, healthcare proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan. And their goal is to protect you, to protect your family, protect your money. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. You can visit them for a free, free, no obligation consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule this free in-person consultation with a lawyer at any of their convenient locations, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. You know the number, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website at connorsandsullivan.com. And remember, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mr. Co-host. I'm supposed to call you now, Simply. I just call you Chief of Operations. I think you've been demoted from Chief to Co-host. <laughs> I have more than like a few titles here. Yeah, I noticed your signature line is longer than most of your emails. By the way, uh, Frank from Staten Island uh, congratulates you on your promotion. I just got a uh, text from him. Warm regards. Well, I'm feeling all right. So. The night before last, when I was telling you I was doing all that bait stamping stuff, I had 
arrived uh, at the airport at 6.30. We got home at 7.15. I took care of our beautiful children. I made sure Marianne was well-situated. The house was in order. And then I drove in some crazy weather here to the office and where I stayed with Diana until about 3 in the morning. Imran was here for a while. John Esposito was here for a while. Um, but, you know, I was not going to let Diana. was like, go home, go home. I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'm leaving you here alone. Uh, and, you know, until we got this buttoned up. Um, I, I think I looked at my, my Fitbit because it tracks my sleep. It was like three hours and 20 minutes, three hours and 20 minutes. I slept, I guess, Monday into Tuesday. Uh, and then, um, so last night when we were leaving here, I guess it was right around 10 o'clock and it was me and Imran and John Esposito and Mike Sabella and Diana and, you know, which is our core crew here. And they were like laughing at me because I was like a little punch drunk. Like when you get so tired and you just, you know, you, you get silly. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was slightly concerned about driving home. Like, I was, I was tired. I, and it kills me to admit that I get tired. Like, Uncle Angelo used to say, when I was your age, I'd go three days without sleeping. You know, I can't do that anymore. But uh, I, I did get a solid six last night. And I was very fortunate to wake up this morning and zip into the city to 67th Street and 3rd Avenue and walk into the Fox 5 studios. And um, I did something I don't usually do, and it maybe it backfired a little bit. Um, I had a cup of coffee, and I know this sounds nuts, but I don't usually drink coffee in the morning. Like, I almost never drink coffee in the morning. Um, I will have a cup of coffee at, like, 3 in the afternoon because I do this radio show called the Idola Power Hour, and sometimes I need a little juice for that, and, and the caffeine does have a little bit of an effect. Um, so I had some coffee. I got there early. I'm always late, but I got there early. And I'm like, oh, there's a guy in a little cart there. And I, I get the coffee. So I, and I, I had it for about a, maybe a half an hour before airtime. Now, when I've been on the air uh, recently talking about Harvey Weinstein, the hosts, Rosanna and Bianca, they've been like a little sympathetic. I don't know why, or at least maybe that was my perception of, uh, of my plight as a, as an attorney defending these people. But, um, as, uh, when I came out to speak about Ghislaine, they were a lot less sympathetic. And I kind of went into like defense attorney mode. And San Bellino, I got to admit, I was, I, at least in my mind, I haven't seen the appearance. But I think I was a little hopped up. <laughs> I think I was a little aggressive. At one point, I don't even remember if it was on the air, off the air. Rosanna goes, you're getting pretty loud now. You know, and then, and then I think she said, oh, then she... I know she tried to give me a commercial at the end. She's like, "Well, if you need Arthur, you know how to, you know how to find him." Like, he has offices in Manhattan and Brooklyn. I go, "Just like you, Rosanna." And she just looked at me and she laughed. She was, "I think you're getting." She was, "I think you're getting on my nerves." And then uh -oh. she laughed and she looked at the screen and she's like, "Arthur grew up with my brother and we're all friends." And da da da. And the whole staff was laughing. So it went off all right, but it wasn't in my own head. It was not like my best appearance, but it was wonderful to be there, and um. I'm going to tell you why I needed uh, our next guest's product in a moment. But uh, I then went to court. I had to go to two different courtrooms. And uh, I kind of had a privilege today. Uh, maybe it's the second time. Maybe the second time I got to walk into a court. I go into two courtrooms. The first courtroom, I sit next to Julie Rendleman, who I was in the DA's office with literally 30 years ago. Uh, and her husband, Dave Spring, is one of my closest friends. And then I appear in front of Judge Kevin McGrath, and he and I work together in the Brooklyn DA's office very closely. And then I go into the next courtroom, and there's the Honorable Josh Hanshaft, 
who is someone I know from law school very well, and I think maybe it's only the second time I appeared before him. And truth be told, it was just for an, an easy adjournment. I would never do anything of any significance where he had to make a serious decision um, before him because that just wouldn't be right for me. I, I mean, I, I know I know it wouldn't be right for him either. But here was the deal: I um, I did go to a warm place uh, for thirty six hours, and my big bald dome got a little bit reddish, right? So now I'm going to go, I know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do some TV because of the um, Maxwell brief. So I come back from Florida and Diana looks at me, everyone, they're like, ah, you're so red, you look like a marsh. I said, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this? And you know how I fixed it? I had this big, beautiful box. It's a wooden box and it is in my bathroom in Brooklyn, New York. And I... um. It's got this, it's like all these different choices of creams to put on my head. And I am going to ask Jason Green to join me on the radio to tell me if I did right or did wrong. I think I used, I think I used one of the butters to butter up my big bald head. Did I do right, Jason, or what? You did, but you should have put it on before. I would have to keep the sun away. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I try very hard uh, not to be like vain. But, you know, I was like kind of into, you know, I was kind of into like having a little bit of color. You know, at this time of the year, we're all so pasty. I don't go. It's the first time I've been away in a while. So um, I don't know. Jason, why don't you tell the folks, why don't you introduce yourself to the Idola Power Hour audience? Once again, you've been here live in person today. You're calling in for Wellness Wednesday. Tell them who you are. You introduce yourself. Sure, no problem. So uh, my name is Jason Green, and I have a partner, Ray Pinkney, and together we make uh, Hemp Leaf. We're a holistic skincare company. Uh, we're manufacturing all of our stuff in Long Island. Uh, we're using natural, organic uh, shea butters and African black soaps and essential oils in all our products. Uh, ingredients that you can actually pronounce. You don't have to look Google or, or thesaurus to know what they are. Um, they're all locally sourced as much as we can, and all of our butters and black soaps are sourced uh, from a local town in Africa. Uh, so we're trying to use, uh, we're trying to bring back holistic back into health versus, you know, uh, chemicals, <laughs> paraben-free. Well, I will tell you, um, the I, I, I really forget which one because which one I use because you have all these beautiful. The, the display is, is great. The containers that hold the products are great. So I used one of them, and, I mean, my head was really red, bro. So I slathered it on me before I went to sleep. Uh, I guess it was on Monday going into Tuesday. Then when I woke up yesterday morning, and then when I got home last night, and then when I woke up this morning, and you did me right. So far, so good. There's no peeling. There's no no white spots. And um, you know what's interesting is that um, – it goes on a little, a little thick, and then it kind of, within minutes, kind of just, I guess, fades away, soaks into your skin. And yeah. let's face it, for those of us who are a little older, I'm thinking that the moisturizing thing is, uh, is kind of the way to go. That's right. Hydrating your skin is the number one thing that you have to worry about. And actually, because of you, we've actually been looking at creating something called a bald bomb. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Uh, can we can we get my slip my name in there, like Arts Bald Bomb or something like that? <laughs> if, if that's what you like, we'll see what we can do. But, yeah, we definitely are looking into that because there are so many people that have the same issue. They have you know don't have hair in their skin, hair in their head, and they need something to keep their head moisturized. Well, and, and if, if it's in the realm of possibilities, and I say this with all sincere, sincerity, 
to incorporate some kind of an SPF element, some sort of a sunscreen. Um, on a Wellness Wednesday here on the Idola Power Hour, my dermatologist who I went to high school with, to poly prep with, uh, we were in West Side Story together. Um, he was action and I was baby John in the Jets. We were in the Jets. We were the cool guys. Um, he grabbed me by the arms. I'm, this was like a year ago, 54. I guess he was probably 56. He's like, Arthur, he's a cancer survivor. He's, he wrote a book about it and everything. He's like, you have to promise me. Starting in like May until October, you don't go out of the house without a hat on your head. Because people don't realize this, but people die from skin cancer. And you're just walking around with this solar panel on the top of your head. Um, and I will tell you, uh, Jason Green, that I don't always follow his, his advice. Um, I'll tell you why often, too. is Because if, even if I'm wearing a straw hat, if you go into court, there's really nowhere to put it. Now, if you were my dad, you just, like, walk to where the judges hang his hat, hang their coals, and he just goes and puts it up there. But I'm not, I'm not my father. Um, so there's, like, you, you put it on the, the bench. People sit on it. So I often go without a hat. So I have to hunt, and it's not that easy to find moisturizer with uh, the sunscreen in it. You already have it. That's the thing. That's what you heard me tell you. Put it on before. So shea butter actually has a natural SPF to it. So it's a natural sun barrier, but we are working on and actually almost finished with a specific uh, sunscreen that we'll be using that is based on shea butter as well. Look at that. So if I'm allowed to chime in here, uh, my friend Jason Green, probably, and maybe it is there and I just didn't read it, but that, you know, that's a, that's a very big point because people's face, people's, you know, especially down in, in Florida where I was, I mean, those people down there, I mean, they're all brown and, and. You know, they're, they're exposed to crazy, crazy sun and exposure. And I'm going to, when, when we leave Jason, we're going to talk to Carol Alt and we'll hear what she's got to say about the sun. Jason, when, just so you know, I'm not a nut. When uh, little Arthur and I, my six-year-old, when we were on the beach, he's like, Dad, he goes, what is that woman wearing? And she was wearing, it wasn't a welder's screen, but it looked like a welder's shield to keep her away from the sun. Uh, to keep the sun away from her face. So um, I just want to thank you, Jason, number one, for uh, sponsoring the show. But number two, all kidding aside, I was thinking, hmm, I'm coming back like a, I look like a tomato all fried up. And now I'm going to be all over television and the news and whatever. And I'm going to look like a jerk with peeling like a nut. And uh, you guys, uh, you guys at the Hemp Leaf made me feel, uh, made me look good. So I owe you one. Well, I'll make sure when we get the first samples of the sunscreen, I'll send you some. All right. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Jason Green, Hemp Leaf, here on the Idola Power Hour. We're going to take a quick break. We are going to come back with the great Carol Alt. She's on a movie set, so we'll hear what she's doing. We'll talk about sunscreen. I'm going to talk to her about what Geraldo told me when we hung out last Thursday with Mayor Adams. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Okay, you hear me talk about my own experience with Balance of Nature fruits and veggies in a capsule, but have you noticed all the other people talking about it? Every day, we play testimonials of doctors, moms, dads, truck drivers, attorneys, senior citizens, young adults, people from every walk of life across this great country. You hear all of those folks tell their story of how Balance of Nature is helping them feel better, increase their energy, and have the ability to keep doing the things they love. If you are not taking Balance of Nature, today is your day to start. 
Join the growing number of people in my audience that have discovered Balance of Nature and their 31 whole fruits and veggies in a capsule. Shipping is always free, but don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code TATUM, T-A-T-U-M, when you go to balanceofnature.com. You can order by phone by calling 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code TATUM. Well, I am holding two bottles of Balance of Nature in my hand. Uh, I don't know, simply, you know, I think they like fell off the back of a truck or something over they at AM nine seventy. But I, I, I got it and I like it and I enjoy it, um, just like I enjoy the folks at Plaza College. Now, you ready for this, Samblino? You think I'm making this up, but I'm not. <laughs> so I'm in court today. I'm trying to think which courtroom I was in. I think I was in. I think I was in Judge Hanchef's courtroom, and as I'm walking. Done. I'm done with my case. I'm walking out. And this young man, a very handsome young man, says, excuse me, Mr. Idala." Now, right away, that makes me feel old because I'm Arthur in my own head and my dad is Mr. Idala. But, you know, I, I, I'm old, whatever. That's, that's I'm not old. I'm getting there, but I'm not old. I don't feel old at all. That's the other kind of thing. Remember when you felt like a teenager? <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm on a tangent. Alert the media. This is going to be a tangent day for Arthur. Uh, I'm allowed. I'm feeling a little relieved or very relieved that this, this appeal thing is filed. Not that I don't have anything else on my plate. But Sam Bellino, co-host, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. You know, you can't be sleeping now. You got to, you know, you're a co-host. You got a big title here. The, the <laughs> signature name. So, by the way, does Joan know that you're the co-host? She does now. Oh, man. She's going to be slitting her wrist. She already said she's got to give herself a promotion. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what is she going to be? Executive co-host? Uh, so this very good young man in the well, so like right where the, the lawyers are, the court officers, the clerk, he goes, uh, excuse me, Mr. Idala." I'm like, yes, he goes, and I forget the young man's first name, but his last name is Santucci. And he's like, I maybe just said I'm ADA Santucci. I'm like, oh, how are you? He goes, you met my mom. She was on your radio show. She's the stenographer from Plaza College. I'm like, really? Plaza College is like omnipresent. Small world. I, they, they were in they were in our office. The next day I'm seeing them at five hundred Pearl Street, the Southern District of New York. Now her son's tracking me down in in a hundred center street. So why don't you become part of the Plaza College family by going to their school of court reporting? Yes, we know they have the other schools, the nursing school, the business school, the paralegal school, but let's talk about the court reporting school because it is just a way to change your life. It is high powered and lucrative. And it gives you flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases. And the NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar. What do you have to lose? It will give you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A2Z and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. 
Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. So you just heard from Jason Green from Hemp Leaf, but I will tell you, and you've heard me talk about it, um, the stuff is really cool, and I enjoy it. Uh, and, you know, I know we have other bald listeners, uh, and it really is great on my head, but I use it all over my body. You know, when, when now, you know, I didn't really turn, like, 50 until I turned 55. I'm very lucky. I have excellent genes. I, I only can thank four grandparents and two parents for that, but... I'm usually like five years behind. So at 55, I, I started feeling 50. And one of the things is like my skin got a little dry. And you know where it's like on a weird place? You know where your socks are on your calves? Like down there, down low, but like it's more on the shin bone. The hair starts disappearing. So I take this whipped body butter that they have and I put it down there. And now it doesn't make the hair grow back down there. And I don't need the hair to grow back down there. But it keeps it from being, especially this time of year in winter when things are a little dry. And, you know, I want to look good. I want to look good for Arthur. I want to look good for Ariana. I don't want to be like, you're an old man. Although, I think Marianne made an ageist remark to me today somewhere along the line. But I'm trying. I'm trying. And then that's when I get out of the shower. When I'm in the shower, their liquid black soap, um, it's like, it just, you need like a little, little bit, like two little squirts on a little loofah thing. You're good to go. Um, and the cool part about this stuff is it's made here. It's, it's, it's created locally, even though it's, the products are, excuse me, from Africa, as we just heard. All the products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. And there's this stuff that I actually have right in front of me. Now, I have not used this yet. I'm happy I haven't used this yet. It's called Icy Pot. Yes, Icy Pot. It's an incredible muscle rub, and it, it, it helps you when you, like, you get an injury. It's, it's the new, hip, cool version of Bengay. Um, which my mother used as a way to keep my father away from her in bed. She would just just pour Ben Gay all over her. Oh, I guess I shouldn't be talking about that on the air. It's a a child-friendly, but I remember my father complaining. She covers herself with Ben Gay, so I can't get anywhere near her. Sorry, Tangent Wednesday. Um, So, if you have the opportunity... What you should do, so you know what we're talking about, and we're going to talk about it like you know a couple times a month here on the Idola Power Hour. Go to www.hempleaf h e m p l i e f like Leaf Erickson dot com www.hempleaf.com h e m p l i e f, and you know what? If you say Arthur Arturo Art Artie the man, you're going to get. 10% off. Yep, that's right. 10% off. And if you get the whole package, the whole box, it comes in this beautiful box. I have, they gave me this to me, uh, like, I don't know, like Thanksgiving time or something like that. I have the box, even though I've depleted some of the stuff that's in the actual containers, 
the box is beautiful. I mean, it's really beautiful. And I will reuse the box for something, maybe like baseball cards for Arthur. Hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F dot com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Wow, what a great tune. Yep, I'm the, I'm the guy you hear on the radio. This is Arthur Idala listening to Radio Man by Rapid Pulse. Sent an email out today to maybe do another gig in June. We'll have a little party. Um, and, you know, when I did that gig, I realized you really need to be in shape. And when you talk to someone about being, and when you think about being in shape and you want to talk about getting in shape, who better to speak to than someone who leads by example, not just her books and her social media feeds, but by her just mere presence, the one, the only on Wellness Wednesday on the Author Idola Power Hour, Carol Alt. Good evening, at least where I am, Carol Alt. I don't know what part of the world you're at. <laughs> well, it's, it's midnight. It's midnight at the Oasis. Ma dove sei? No, tu non sei in Italia. In Italia, Venezia. Wow, look at this. Yeah, you see? The... It's a little dry here, but yes. Well, uh, that's exactly, first of all, thank you so much for, for staying up late with us and calling in from that beautiful, beautiful place. Are there any floods or anything over there right now, or you could walk on no, the street? No, no, everything dry. But, you know, I'm up in the mountains, so it's beautiful here. But listen, Arthur, I was listening, I was listening to you talk about this hemp product. I just wanted to say something about some of our uh, beauty cosmetics and skincare products that are on the market today. You know, when you, when you put something on your body, anything you put on your body goes right into your skin. So, for example, if you put garlic on your foot, in 15 seconds, you'll taste it in your mouth. Is that's that true? How, yeah. That's how fast things are, are absorbed into the skin and translated throughout the body. Maybe 30 seconds. But, yeah, you'll taste it and you'll taste it in your mouth thereafter. So, you know, when you're putting stuff on your body that's derived from petrochemicals, which is in so much of our skin care, you know, like paraffin wax and mineral oil or benzene, anything with, like, polyglycol or polyethylene glycol. It's in all of our, it's in so much skincare. So to find healthy skincare, it's really important. So I'm glad that you found something that really works in this hemp product that you like so much. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all kidding aside, I, I am, I am very careful about the sun and my head because yeah, a doctor who I really know and I, for my whole life since I'm like 12 and who I really trust and he's a cancer survivor, uh, yeah, he really like like looked in my eyes, and he's like, "Please, Arthur, you know, protect that head." And he goes, "I couldn't be any more serious." So um, I, I I do that, and, and I just learned that shea butter is actually a natural sunscreen. Yeah, there's so much natural stuff out there, but you know, you can't call something you know a sunblock or a sunscreen unless it adheres to the government guidelines of the chemicals that they consider to be sunblock or sunscreen. So you can't really say, uh, you know, legally that shea butter is a sunscreen or a sunblock. Or, you know, I, I used to use an all-natural uh, raw sunscreen, 
And, you know, they put sunscreen on it and the government came down on them because they, you know, you'd have to adhere to government standards on certain chemical adaptations of things. So, it, you know, it's nice to know these things. It's nice to look them up online and educate yourself. And I'm glad you did. You know, I never kid when it comes to health, anything that has to do with health. Your so, head. <laughs> so, Carol, you, you are going to really appreciate this. Um, mm-hmm. My mom, who's 82 years old. Um, God bless her. And, yep. And, and she looks pretty good. She looks pretty good. Um, for 82, when I tell people, oh, she's 82, they're like, no, she doesn't look that way. She definitely doesn't act that way. Forget about it. She's, <laughs> I mean, people want to know where I get my energy from. Yeah, it's, you know, energize, Energizer you, Energizer used my mother's DNA to put it in that bunny that never stops moving around. But, I you know. your mother, Arthur. She's a, she's a doll. She's a hoot. Do you know what she puts on her face for her moisturizer? Tell me. Olive oil. Well, I put olive oil on my skin. There you go. She just, I mean, a little bit. She's not like pouring it all over her, but she just no, puts a little bit know, on her fingers and she rubs it around her eyes and you know, I guess on her forehead you know, a little but bit. Here's the thing. Here's the catch with olive oil. And your mom probably knows this. It's not just any olive oil. It's got to be cold pressed. It's got to be the good stuff because that absorbs quickly in your skin and it doesn't leave you greasy and it keeps you moisturized. So that's the difference. Some of these other olive oils are chemically, you know, deducted from the olives, and you don't want the chemical stuff. You want the cold, cold press. press. You hear that, folks? On the Idola Power, you get the you get it from Carol Alt, cold pressed olive oil. Okay, so here's the straight poop. The other night, okay. Thursday night, I was so lucky. I really was. I consider myself every time I spend time with this man, it's like a really a gift. I spent time all alone with Geraldo Rivera. And Geraldo, it's going to be no secret. He's going to be 80 years old in July. He's on the number one show in all of cable news, The Five. And we, I mean, we really speak like sometimes we're brothers. Sometimes he's uncle and son. Sometimes he's father, uh, uncle and and nephew. Sometimes he's father and son. Sometimes we're just buddies. But one of the, the tips in life he gave me was this. Ready? And it was a little late and we were a little tired. And he's unbuttoning his shirt. We're in his hotel room and he's kind of getting ready to hit the hay. And he goes, you know, I'm wearing an undershirt. I never wear an undershirt. I go, why? I always wear an undershirt. He goes, it, it makes my belly look a little bigger. I said, Haraldo, it's a millimeter. It's a millimeter. He goes, Arthur, <laughs> understand something. Now, this is the serious part. And he was dead serious. People in our industry, and he said, even in the industry you're, you're in, they judge you by your abs, by whether you have a belly or not. Because that speaks volumes about who you are and how you live your life. Are you someone who overindulges? Are you someone who's disciplined? Are you someone who cares so much about your body and that should lead into caring about the rest of your life and everyone around you? So tell me, Carol Holtz, this little belly, well, it ain't that little, but you know, what words of wisdom do you have for your 55-year-old birthday buddy to, uh, you know, keep his belly, whether it's diet, exercise, or a little of both? Well, you know, Arthur, I have to say that it's very hard to diet and lose the weight if your diet, I'm sorry, it's very hard to exercise and lose the weight if your diet doesn't help out. You know, if you're eating all kinds of fried food and gluten pastas and things like that, you know, it's going to pack on the pounds. No matter how how many sit-ups you do, it'll still be there. That's why I always tell people, you got to incorporate more uncooked raw 
straight from God to your plate kind of foods into your diet because that helps with your workout regime in order to keep you in shape. Do you think at 62, thank you, God, I've made it to 62, that I would have a six-pack if I wasn't eating right? You can do all the exercises you want, but if you're not eating right, it doesn't, it, it, you're not going to get isn't the there some secret Carol Alt has, like how you exercise your abs? Some secret? <laughs> Don't well, you use you some know. kind of machine or something that you were telling me about once? Or, yeah, or... you know, I, I used the Core 46, but, you know, nobody got it. And I guess they went under or I don't know where they are because my apps disappeared. I still use the Core 46. That's where. But I also, you know what, I also use the Pilates Pro Chair Plus. But I did this crazy thing the other day, and I'm, I'm going to post it on my Instagram at some point if I haven't already. You know, my guys post for me. But it it's this shock workout. And it's an electronic suit. And you work out for less time, Arthur, but you get more of a result because at the same time you're working out, it kind of shocks your muscles into working harder. It's the craziest thing I ever did. I'll send you okay. the video. I, I, no, I, know, I know of what you speak, and okay. it looks like a gimmick, but if you're telling me it's not a gimmick, then, you know, if it's got the Carol Alt uh, uh, approval, then we're good to go. Well, I worked out with it the other day, and I have to tell you, my muscles are sore the next day, and I did nothing like the workout that I normally do. I mean, I only did like maybe 10 or 15 squats. I usually do 60, and then I do reverse leg lunges. So, wow, it's funny. You and Matt Sambolin, you do the exact same workout. Exactly. Right, right Matt? You do all those squats? I try. <laughs> all right, folks. We have Carol Alt live from Venice, Italy. At uh, So it's like, what is it, uh, quarter to one in the morning over there? Yeah, you're lucky. I was working late tonight, so I was still awake. Thank you no, so much, Carol. God bless you. Safe travels. Enjoy <laughs> Italia, and I will see you as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Stay well. Thank Ciao. you. Ciao. Buonanotte. Ci vediamo. We'll be right back on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I'm Corey, and this is my story. I was going through some financial troubles paying off my credit cards. I was paying high interest rates, and it just wasn't getting any better. And I knew I had to do something. So my mom told me about Trinity, and so I decided to call. Trinity was able to do something that I couldn't. I'm paying off my debt. I'm saving thousands, and things are really looking up. I promise you guys, you will not regret it when you called Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I'm Corey and I'm debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. So, uh, Mr. Co-host, are you there, Mr. Co-host? Yes, yeah. Okay. So you got to put a little note on your on your desk or wherever you keep your notes, because hopefully at at six forty eight, um, my wife is attending to Arthur's meal needs or showering needs or Ariana's, etc. Because the song you played after gorgeous Carol Alt was leaving the airwaves, um, that's my wedding song. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, well, now you have an idea, 
And, you know, it's one thing if you played that song after Jason Green leaves the air or, you know, maybe Frank Setio leaves the air. <clears throat> but after Carol Alt leaves the air playing my wedding song, I don't think that's going to go over too well. well you with me on that, co All, right. All right. It's not as bad as a couple other mistakes I've made with music. No, no, yeah, I'm not too sure about that. This, uh, that's this is this could get me really jammed up. So, obviously, Marianne, if you know if you were listening, you're amazing just the way you are. You know what's going to be amazing in October, October 18th to 28th, the trip to Italia. Carol Alt is in Venice. I don't think she'll still be there uh, in October. But you know who will be there? Joe Piscopo and Steve Perillo, because they have put together this special trip to Rome and Sicily. You want to go to a bunch of the towns where The Godfather was filmed? And you can see, like, oh, wow, that's cool. That's really cool. Well, first you're going to go to Rome. You're going to do three nights there. You're going to see all the big sites there, like the, um, the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum. And you're going to get to hear Piscopo sing up close and personal. Then you're going to fly to Sicily. You're going to go to Catania, Taromina, and then Palermo. You can't leave Sicily without having a wine tasting in the shadows of Mount Etna. You're going to drink wine in front of or below the most active volcano in all of Europe. The Palermo thing, that's my thing. Spectacular. My dad's from Catania. My mom's from Palermo. I got everything covered. The tour dates, October 18th to the 28th. It's Nine nights in all. Be part of this very special event. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515. Or go to perillotours.com. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Wait, today is Pesci's day. I'm pretty sure it's March 1st. It's Judge Mike Pesci. He listens to the show every night. Judge Mike Pesci was the chief administrative judge of Brooklyn and Staten Island for criminal matters and civil matters. When he stepped down, they literally, I think, got four judges to replace him. A criminal supervisor in Brooklyn, a civil supervisor in Brooklyn, a criminal supervisor in Staten Island, a civil supervisor in Staten Island. He did all of those. Um, and then, and today, um, it's either today or tomorrow, but I'm pretty sure it's today is, uh, is his, it's his big birthday. Actually. Let's see. Did Christina post about it? Mm, no, but she hasn't posted lately. He's not on, on social media. You know, what's funny when I was hanging out with my buddy the other night and we were talking about Facebook, he's like, that's the only way you know whose birthday it is. And, and if you go to my searches, like all my searches on Facebook, it's just birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. So if today is Judge Pesci's birthday, happy birthday, Mike Pesci. It's a big one. Although talking about Carol Alt, talking about Geraldo Rivera, talking about flat stomachs, this guy Pesci, my God, you can roll a cigar in his stomach. It's so flat. Uh, the guy's in the gym all the time. I, I aspire to be in the shape that he's in. 
And um, tomorrow, March 2nd, uh, about 10 of us from Poly Prep will be going out. I'll do the show live tomorrow night, and then I'm going to go over to Joe G's on 56th Street. It's a, a cool restaurant. It's a Sicilian restaurant. Joe Giuseppe, who's from Agrigento, uh, he's going to make us a fantastic meal, uh, family style. No one's going to look at a menu, a la, you know, L&B Spumoni Gardens. And uh, we will celebrate Joe's birthday. And it's kind of interesting because Joe has been gone since the World Trade Center went down in 2001. And, and I do my best every day to keep him alive. It's very interesting because when we went to Florida, no, when we came back, uh, I wear a bracelet on my wrist that Joe's brother Chris gave me. Shortly after 9-11, I was the only time I seriously considered getting a tattoo was in the the emotional weeks and months after uh, 9-11. I was going to get something very, very small somewhere on my body that just had Joe's initials and maybe the number 23. That was his number when we played lacrosse together and when he played football. Um, His brother got a big one on his arm, a big tattoo on his arm uh, to my brother Joseph with the eagle and the American flag. It's actually beautiful as far as tattoos go. But luckily, Chris handed me a, uh, a metal bracelet that I wear every single day. I, I never take it off, except, ready for the irony of this? And my son, Arthur, who's six, picked up on it. Except when I'm in, I have to fly and I have to go through the metal detector. I also have to take it off, actually, when I walk into the federal courthouse. Um, but it's so weird that I never take it off except when I'm entering the machine of death that caused Joe's Joe's demise. But I am very much looking forward to seeing my buddies from Poly Prep tomorrow night. Um, <clears throat> it is um, uh, an honor and a, a privilege to be friends with those guys. And it's very significant to me that we keep someone whose life was so cut short. Um, we keep his memory alive. You know, they say if People mention your name, you never really die. The interesting part, folks, is that now when we look at Joe's pictures 20 years later, you know, he was 34. Now, you know, we're all in the year we're returning 56. Like, he never aged. It's really weird. It doesn't sound as odd. But, but, you know, we look at the pictures of all of us. And, and, you know, I was already bald. But, you know, who's going gray? And, you know, the wrinkles and the this. And getting slouched over. And, you know, Joe looks like a young young, uh, puppy. So, um... Do I have court tomorrow? I don't think so. Uh, Luke is inside. He's doing his homework. The Nets play the Knicks tonight. The Nets, which were, who was so good a month ago, are now not good at all. Um, and the Knicks are spectacular. And the way I root for the Giants and the Jets, even though I'm a Giants fan, but I love the Jets. I love underdogs. So I'm a Yankees fan. I grew up a Yankees fan. Poppy was a Yankees fan. Baba was a Yankees fan. My two grandfathers. Um, so I'm a diehard Yankees fan, but I always root for the Mets, except when they're playing the Yankees. So tonight, maybe Luca and I, I don't do meat on Wednesdays. I don't do meat on Wednesdays and Fridays. Why? I don't know. It was my grandmother, Mary Piazza. I don't know. We, we just didn't eat meat on Wednesday and Friday. I don't even know why. Um, Joni, we miss you. Sam Boland, congratulations on the promotion. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Joni's got something cool lined up for tomorrow night, but I forget what it was. And we have a great guest for Friday. So we got two more days of great, great live and local radio. We'll see you tomorrow. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.
portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Hempleaf. We won't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body.